Hey, what's up? My name is Drew, and you're listening to the first episode of Come On In. In this episode, I interviewed a singer-songwriter by the name of Adira Jane. Now, I've known Adira for around five years now, and she is one of the most devoted and resilient people I've met. I hope that she inspires you just as she inspired me. And thanks for tuning in. I do go by Adira Jane, like as my artist name. Um, I'm 23. I'm from Raleigh, originally. 919. Raleigh, Maine. <laughs> okay. Raleigh over Charlotte, all of that. But um, yeah, I would say that I am a singer, a songwriter, a performer. Um, that's how I would classify myself, like as an artist. Okay. But um, yeah. That's, like, who I am. Good. So just a little bit of background because I want our listeners to understand how I know you. Just as, you yes. know, we know. So Adira and I live in the same dormitory or residence hall as our university. Like, yes. So we live in the same residence hall our freshman year of college, like four or five doors down. Yes. Um, I don't even know how we met for real. I don't know either. Like, not the first initial right. meeting, but I do remember, like, all of our moments. Right, right. Me too, me too. So I can't think of how we <laughs> met. Um, I remember this di- distinct memory of us singing in the in yes. the stairwell <laughs> freshman year. That was so funny. We see so many people walking in and out. Like, exactly. bro, we trying to record like, a single. Like, like what y'all are doing? trying to be famous and y'all are like coming in, messing up the echo and everything. Exactly. No. Messing up stuff. So I miss those days. Me too. Me too, me too. What inspired you to get into music in the beginning? Right. So... I definitely have always sung. Um, mm-hmm. My first solo was actually in church. So I think church played a really big part in just singing for me in general. My mom um, is a singer as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it was kind of like in me, it mm-hmm. almost felt like. Um, but she always pushed me in a very positive way, I feel, to do a lot with my voice. So I was I performed a lot through high school Outside of high school, um, pageants, just anything where, like, my face could be seen. I was kind of, like, always just out there. Um, And I remember, like, songwriting um, during that time, like, 12, 13, 14. I couldn't really tell you what I was writing about. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I do remember just kind of, like, experimenting with that. And that was before, like going on YouTube to find a beat or anything. Mm -hmm. I would just, like, hear melodies in my head and just write it down. But, um... Never really took those songs anywhere, but um, it was my Lord junior senior year, whatever year we want to call it, college, <laughs> where I really wanted to tap into just like that independent mm-hmm. artistry, and I because I was very caught up in school with being like classically trained, like mm-hmm. as a singer, and I missed like the other part of music, which why I fell in love with it in the first place. So. Right. Um, that's kind of what inspired me to just like get that old feeling back yeah. and remember like why I loved it so much in the first place. You mentioned you touched on like um, your mom being a big influence. Um, do you think you have like other influences that influence you becoming a musician? Yeah. Um, vocally, I would say Tori Kelly was like my girl. Yeah. Like she was one because I had been to a few concerts before. Um, 
But she was the first, like, very intimate concert that I've ever had before. It's at a place called Cat's Cradle um, somewhere in North Carolina. It's like Carborough or something like that. Mm. But um, seeing her, like, just being on stage with just her guitar. She had, like, no band behind her. She's not up there doing any dance moves. And I just <laughs> felt... Like, I don't know, I related to that so much because I was like, that's me. Like, I'm not much of a dancer. And like, yeah. although I don't play guitar, but like, I kind of just like appreciated like somebody just being up there like with a mic and right. like being able to just like use their voice and like, we're all here and like, we're all here ready to receive it. So I feel like she, Tori Kelly played a big part in um, like me wanting to do music for sure. Yeah. So I guess her and mom. Yeah. And God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Gotta thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a natural segue, talking about God specifically, how do you think your faith played a role in like your music journey? Just yeah, uh, it's like all you really have. Yeah. To be honest, like at the end, um, I think when I first started releasing my songs, I felt this pressure mm. to continue and to constantly put something out. Um, or just almost really seeking that validation or recognition from others on the outside world. But, like, when it came down to it, like, I don't know, my faith is all that mattered. Yeah. Like, at the end, like, it wasn't really about, like, how people were receiving it or anything like that. It's about, like, does it make you happy? Why are you really doing it? Um, so, yeah, I, just, I felt like I had to, like, really hold on to my faith, Um during that time. Yeah, that's really good. I think, I know personally, like, my faith it dives into a lot of different stuff in life. Yeah. So I think it touches a lot of stuff, too. Can you walk me through the process of, like, you dropping your first single? I remember yeah. this song. <laughs> so, Opalames, that was, like, a moment in time. I, like, always go, that was, like, this time last year. And I was yeah. just like, wow, I was really, like, living <laughs> life at that time. I had a video out and everything. But um, I wrote that, like, in... 30 minutes mm -hmm. in, like, the comfort of my, like, bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I just I found a beat on YouTube. I liked it. And I just started writing to it. And that song, it actually did stem from some feelings, mm -hmm. but it was, like, feelings from a long time ago. Like, it wasn't anything I was going through during that exact moment. Yeah. But um, it was nice for, like, I think that was the first time that I had, like, ever written about something that I actually experienced. Mm -hmm. Um. So that was, like, a good experience, like, writing the song and, like, hearing the melody and, like, how I wanted it to sound. And then, like, I didn't really waste much time at all. Like, I found a studio in the Greensboro area, Soul Lab Studios, mm -hmm. and I went in and I recorded it. And yeah. I think I, I did take me, like, two studio sessions to get, like, the exact sound that I knew that I wanted from the song. And then... I just found a distribution site, mm -hmm. put it out, <laughs> did a little photo shoot for the cover. Yeah. And yeah, but I, I don't know, like all of those things that go into it, like it's so much fun. It's so much money, mm -hmm. <laughs> like as an independent person when you're doing it on your own. But like, I feel like it's always worth it in the end. Yeah. Talking about worth, like what did it feel like to kind of take a step back after that project was finished and was like, like, damn, like I did this. Like I, this was what I created. How did it feel? I felt cloud nine <laughs> yeah. like and i got a lot of good and a little bit of bad of reception like and i don't know like i appreciated 
all of it, mm. to be honest. Like, the criticism, and that was mainly more so just because I had, like, a few explicit lyrics in the song, and I think, like, people were like, little Adira, like, <laughs> the girl singing at the church is talking about niggas and all this other stuff. So, you know, that was a little bit of that. But yeah. other than that, like, yeah, I was, like, super proud of myself mm-hmm. and, like, but still, like, that pressure of just, like, well, everybody, at, what you gonna do now? What yeah. you gonna do now? So, like, I don't know, really having to hold on to, like, I just did all of this. Like, right. I just did a video. And, like, I don't know, like, even creating the song in the first place, like, you just have to celebrate all of your wins. Yeah. So, yeah. That's important. People don't, our age don't do, like, people our age don't do that much. Like, we, we don't. Like, that, we have that grind mentality that's, like, pushed on yes. us from, like, social media and, like, older generations as well, too. So yeah. it's kind of hard to like take a step back and like celebrate each little win because exactly. they all they all matter. You got to do that for yourself because you can really get really down and out. Like yeah. if you don't, if you always focus on like what I could be doing mm-hmm. or whatever, like what I should have did. Like I don't know. Like just appreciating what happened yeah. is like huge. Yeah. So I agree. What was yeah. like the time period? I guess between your first project and then the second one, what did that period look like time wise and then like mentally? So, time wise, I released Over Lames that February, and I don't believe my next single came out until that July. Okay. Um, I went in a different direction of creating a song from scratch. Well, I actually like pulled Feeling Inside like out from like something that I created in like 2018. Um, but showing it to a few other people, they were just like, you're better than that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you need to like revise this or whatever. So that was a big moment, like taking that criticism. Some, I don't know. I feel like music artists, they can get so attached to something. Yeah. So like somebody else telling them like, nah, like your lyrics is whack. Or like, you know, <laughs> you need to try something else. Like, okay. So, but I took that to my advantage and I reached yeah. out to the people around me. I had a girl who actually went to UNCG her name is Jay Lynn (laughs) and she actually helped me write that song Mm -hmm. um so we kind of rewrote it the melody changed and what I created with her was also something completely different from what ended up being put out Mm -hmm. um I worked with a um engineer in a studio um in Asheboro um they're called APO Productions and a guy named Lawrence who does all the stuff there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the studio guy. He worked with me, and he constructed the track for the song. Um, So that was a a good experience, but a tough experience just because so many people were involved. Mm. Um, And I think I kind of just wanted to be done with it, and I just wanted the song to be put out. (laughs) So when it was out, I was just like, okay. Like, I just wanted to be done with it because it was so much just like, oh, I don't like how this sounds. Can we change that? Can we change that? Rather than, like, I'm saying this in comparison to, like, finding a YouTube beat and, like, everything (laughs) is just already there versus somebody, like, literally constructing, like, you know, the whole instrumentation of the whole thing. It's just, like, you want it to sound, like, exactly how you want it to. So that was kind of that time period, how I went from that to that. Yeah, that makes sense. What setbacks do you think, like, that you had throughout, I guess, the processes of each track or each specific project that you were working on? What setbacks do you think you were able to overcome or really kind of took a toll on you throughout those? Yeah, I would say the main thing for one was that pressure. Mm-hmm. I think the pressure set me back, um, which is why it maybe like even took me so long to release something else. Like, I mean, it wasn't like a 
crazy amount of time. But I just, I do feel like if I didn't put the outside pressure on myself, I probably would have released something even sooner. Mm-hmm. And that was hard to overcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to overcome because we live in a social media world. Like yeah. everything is just about posting online and like what you're going to receive from mm-hmm. it and everything like that. And also understanding that, uh, understanding why I was doing it. Cause I was spending a lot of money yeah. last year <laughs> to do all of that like it wasn't cheap to yeah. you know make all of that happen for myself so and if you are in the music industry you know that like them little cents that you get back from the streams is like <laughs> not even touching what it is that you actually spent yeah. on your project so jasmine sullivan she talks about that a lot just saying like if you want to do music, don't do it for the money. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just a big thing for me, like understanding like financially it was setting me back a little bit because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was spending so much of it. But I was like, why am I doing it? I really had to focus on the why. Like, does it actually make you happy? Um, why are you here? What's your purpose? So I would say that was a setback. Just like the pressure and trying to like making sure like I'm overcoming it and keeping the faith that we talked about. that makes sense. So just like relating to that, what you just said, what makes you so passionate about what you do? Like, what is your why? What is my why? I just like, do you ever feel like you were born to do something? Like, I've always gone back to music. Like, Mm. I've tried to be interested in other things. I used to want to be a vet, or like, I really thought that I was going to do hair at one point. But everything always seemed to, like, circle back to music. So I just always felt like music was my why. And as I'm getting older, I mean, we're not that old, (laughs) but... We are getting older. I mean, that's all we do is just get older. But so as I am getting older, I'm like seeing that like you can do your thing like in so many different ways. Like yeah. I don't have to be a star. Right? Right. I don't have to like be on TV or like everybody knows me as a music artist. But like as long as I'm like doing what it is that I'm passionate about, like I'm good. <laughs> that's so good like, so, yeah. I'm smiling that's so good that's really good what do you what drives you to continue to make music is it that passion is it the why I think so yeah um yeah I feel like that's why I like continue to make it also really just makes me happy yeah. like the process is like extremely like exciting for me like the jitters I feel like when I go into the studio like I love that feeling um so yeah I think that's why. I, at first, like, well, I feel like it was starting to become, like, I want to do, like, what the people want to hear. But then it was just like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't even do that for real. Like, it's really just about, like, why do you want to do it? Yeah. What process does your mind go through as you're dealing with mental health things? Does that impact your music at all? Right. I would say, like, when it's good, it's good. Mm. And when it's bad, <laughs> it's bad. So, like, when I, when I was good, like, when you're on that, like, high and, like, everything seems to be going right, um, obviously, it kind of, like, translates to Mm -hmm. my mental health. And so, like, I feel good Mm -hmm. inside. But when I did just have, like, life stuff going on Mm -hmm. around me and 
maybe not, you know, having moments where I did kind of feel like I was getting a little bit more reception than what I was, I was really low. Like, I had a lot of times where I was like, I don't think I even want to sing anymore. Like, is singing really for me? Like, (laughs) am I even good? Like, I don't know. I feel like you spend so much time questioning yourself, which um, that made me sad Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Um, And I think getting through that, one, a lot of prayer, just like prayer, (laughs) you know, praying that, you know, things will just like work out and like, you know, God will like just show me what's for me. And um, I think with music, more so, it's kind of funny. I don't really feel like I use like writing or anything like that when I am in those low moments, I actually kind of just like listen to what's already out. (laughs) So like I'll just find a song like to get me through or like if I actually just want to cry, like I'll just find a song that I know that's going to have me toe up just so I can get those like tears to just like come out um, and feel so much better afterwards. So I think I I like using music as a tool um, to get through for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's how it's played a big part on my mental health. Yeah, that's good. That makes perfect sense. What are you working on now? Are there anything coming out? Can the listeners expect something? Yeah, from? definitely soon. I um, I revisited an old song that I did in the studio last year at one point, and I will say, sometimes doing that is hard because mm. like I I was where I was telling him I was like I am not in the same place that I was when this song came out. So it's so hard to kind of just, like, get back into that mindset. And it just let me know, like, it's okay to move on. Like, even if the song isn't done, you put all this work into it. Everybody had a hand in it. But, like, I'm really big on feeling. Mm. So if the feeling is not there, like, it's okay to just, like, let stuff go. So I think I'm kind of at a point now where I do want to release a project next. I think I'm kind of like out of the single phase of like releasing music. So I want to put a lot of my time towards that. It's kind of just like making the time (laughs) for it to happen. So I've I've been getting on myself about that. Um, Somebody made a good point. Just like every day, make time to do your art. Even if it's like five minutes, just finding something to write to or just like singing a little bit so i want to try to get into that more because i think that'll just like help me even more to get in the mindset to actually like drill it out and like grind and create that project to share so that's the goal right a project (laughs) that's good yeah where can listeners listen to your music now and what what projects do you have out now that you want to promote yeah so i have three singles out now um oval lames of course Feeling Inside and Circle of Love are all of my singles. Somebody made a good point, too. They were like, all your singles are about love. And I'm like, yeah, I guess they kind of are. But it's been a big central part of my life, honestly. Um, But, yeah, you can find them on really all streaming platforms. Um, I know we mainly all use Spotify and Apple Music, though. So if you're a subscriber, that's where you can find me. Perfect. Then thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me thank today you about your passion. Oh, I have another question as oh, well yes. that I just thought about. So like what there's two questions. So what advice do you have for like the if you could go back in time yeah. and talk to like thirteen year old Adira, Whew. what would you tell her? I would say 
to my 13-year-old self to, um, ew, <laughs> thirsty, like, is this so, I feel like it's so cliche, but really just to keep going. Yeah. I feel like it was a lot of times that I, I stopped doing a lot of things, um, and I, I kind of wish that, like, I kept going mm-hmm. in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. So I would have that chat with myself to just keep going. Yeah, that's good. I think that's really good. What, and my second question, I think, would be what um, what advice do you have, I guess, for the up-and-rising singer and songwriter? Yes, up-and-rising singing and songwriters. Honestly, do it. <laughs> do that S-H-I-T. You got to beat that out. <laughs> Do it, do it, because I I was talking to so many people, like people reaching out to me after I released my first single, like, how did you, and I'm like, what? Like, you're asking me, and I'm like, literally, that's all I had to say, just do it. Like, if you have an idea, if you're feeling something, like, get in there and just do it, and like, expect, well, I don't want to say expect greatness, because I have been disappointed before (laughs) from something that I have created, but just like... I don't know. Pace yourself. Give your give yourself the space to fail and know that like you can grow. That's all you're gonna do. All you're gonna do is just keep growing in so many ways. Like even hearing what I did when I was talking about that song that I recently mm-hmm. came back to, what I sounded like on that track <laughs> compared to what I feel like I sound like now. Like yeah. I was just like, who who wrote this? So like that's <laughs> all you're gonna do. All you're gonna do is grow. So that would be my word to anybody like really wanting to get yeah. into music and songwriting. Just like do whatever you feel is like coming from your heart at the end of the day. Yeah. So, that's yeah. perfect. Thank you so much for talking Thank to me today. You. I really enjoyed it. I had so much fun too. Good. Thank you. Yay. Love you. <laughs> you have fun. I love you too, Eddie. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Come On In. If you like this first episode, please subscribe so that you can stay up to date to new content. You can find us on Instagram at Come On In Podcast. And I'm your host, Drew Council. See you next time. <laughs>